It's amazing to me how many of us don't really know a lot about the financial statements we look at concerning our self-storage business. Let's talk about that today and let's talk about specifically what your profit and loss statement is not telling you about your self-storage business. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage and I'm the creator of the Quick Start Academy. And what I do is I support the small investor who wants to get in the self-storage business or who wants to grow their self-storage business, strategically do so in a way that creates true wealth in a fulfilling career. And you can find out more about the training and the products I offer at creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com. I learned early in my career that you could have a great profit and loss statement and go broke. One with the projects that I owned at the time, because I didn't own any at the time, but I was I was managing office buildings. Early in my real estate career, what I did was I had investor groups that would invest in office product. I would find the office buildings. I would sell investor groups the office buildings. Then we would reposition the office buildings. We would manage and lease the office buildings, renew the leases in the office buildings, and execute our value enhancement strategy. And then when those office buildings got to an increased value, we would then sell them. And we made, it was a good gig, we made fees all along the way, we made fees when we sold the project, we made management fees while we're managing it, we made leasing fees, renewal fees, and then we would make fees on the exit. In essence, our job was to increase the net operating income. The net operating income is how you determine the value of an income producing piece of real estate. It could be self-storage, it could be an office building, it could be an apartment building, a retail building, doesn't matter. It could be a marina. Net operating income, as we know, is income, usually in real estate in the form of rent, but it can be other income. Income minus operating expenses, the cost of running the project, the taxes, the utilities, the management fee, stuff like that cost of running the facility or the real estate asset and what's left is the net income. Now the value of whatever you're looking at is what will a ready willing and able buyer pay for that net income cash flow. Look you could put a hundred percent financing on it or you could pay all cash. Doesn't matter. It's what the value is determined by a, what the net operating income is, and B, what will somebody pay for that net operating income? Our job was to increase the net operating income. And we were actually pretty good at it. However, I saw for our owners that we were working for, we could increase the net operating income, in some cases double it, and they go broke. Why? The monthly profit and loss statement sure didn't show it. 
and you have to know what to look for on the balance sheet and even if you do it's not always there and it's not always evident so why would these guys go broke what wasn't on the P&L that would help us as managers and help the owners as owners know what's going on with their asset we'll come back to that in a minute Let's talk about what a financial statement should, in a perfect world, tell us as owners of a business, in this case a self-storage business. First of all, the financial statement should tell us how our business is doing. It should give us enough information to be able to make adjustments to how we're running the business based on what we see on the financial statements. In other words, these statements should give us like dials and levers to push and pull on that would adjust our business so it increases in value and we can pay our bills and make a profit. However, for most of us, this is not the case. This isn't our relationship to the financials that we see each month. Yeah, we may look at it and look at the bottom number and get a sense of how we're doing. And it's definitely something we know we have to prepare to get our taxes done. But our relationship to our financials are not always, okay, what can I do? What is this information telling me? And what can I glean from this information that will aid me in developing a strategy for running my business? What if you could get enough information from your financial statements to know what your next steps to take are in running your business? Wouldn't that be great? Well, I know for many people I talk to about this, they say, well, I'll call my CPA. Good luck with that. 99.7% of the time, I just made that stat up, by the way. Not, the vast majority of the time, CPAs can't look at your financial statements and tell you what to do about your business. Now, nothing wrong with CPAs. They're just not trained to do that. That's not how they relate to their job. That's your job. Their job is to create the financial statements or take your financial statements, get them in good enough shape to do your taxes. Most of us can't afford a CFO that can handle that. Larger companies have CFOs and CPAs. A CFO will look at the financial statements and then advise the owners what the next steps are to improve the running of their business. So that's what a good CFO does. Yeah, usually as self-storage owners, that falls on us. Now, Let's talk about what your P&L, your profit and loss statement, does not tell you. What it does not tell you anything about is cash. You know, for me, with my simple mind, there's nothing intuitive about a financial statement. You would think that income minus expenses and at bottom numbers, how much money you made. Turns out that's not the case. It tells you nothing about how much money you have. It tells you what your profits were. Profits and cash, though, are two separate things. Your P&L tells you nothing about your cash. And in the business world, as you know, cash is it. 
cash is king. Without cash, you die. Now, your balance sheet will tell you some, but not much. Your balance sheet will tell you what's in your account. At, if you're looking at a monthly financial statement, your balance sheet will tell you what's in your account on 11.59 p.m. on the last day of the month. That's not a lot of useful information, frankly. It's important, but sure isn't going to help me make adjustments to running my business. It just always seemed weird to me that financial statements don't talk a lot about cash. You know, when you ask for a financial statement, if you're looking at a self-storage project, usually what you get is a balance sheet and a P&L. Neither one of those really give you much information about how much cash or money the project made. Without enough money, you're sunk. Without enough cash, your business fails. That's what I saw in the office business. My clients were making great profit, but they were going broke. According to Bloomberg 2021, eight out of 10 entrepreneurs are gonna fail within the first 18 months. And the simple reason is they run out of cash. Let's go back and look at the my office business example and see what we can get from that. So in theory, my job or our job was to increase the income. And so how did we do that? Well, the first thing we did was we would reposition the buildings. Usually that meant capital improvements, improving the buildings so that we could charge more rent. Repositioning them usually involves some type of upgrading of lobbies and improving the experience that tenants would have and visitors would have when they come in the building. By the way, those expenditures are not shown on a profit and loss statement, but they take cash. The next thing we were doing was not renewing tenants at a lower rate, unless you absolutely had to if it was in their lease. But we would not renew tenants at a lower rate or rent to new tenants at the old rate. So very often we would lose a lot of tenants. So that loss of income did show up on the P&L. But as we rented the new units, it would cost us usually money to refurbish the space, just like we did the building, so we could get the higher wrap. That cost had to be paid in cash, but wasn't shown on the P&L. We had to pay usually brokers, other brokers, a commission. If we didn't pay another broker, I made all the commission. That was in cash, I didn't take IOUs. That was in cash, that doesn't show up on the P&L. And for the tenants who did renew at the higher rate, usually we had to do something to their space to justify our higher rent. That took cash, didn't show up on the P&L, and we made a renewal fee. I didn't take IOUs again, but that expense to the owners didn't show up on the P&L. As leases roll in apartment buildings, in office buildings, in retail buildings, there's a cost to keep those 
tenants in place and keep that income stream going or a cost to replace that income stream. Those rarely show up on a P&L. In fact, of all the money we made in the office building, the only thing that showed up on the P&L was the management fees we got monthly, which by the way was the smallest amount of money we earned. So it's critical as a business owner to know what your P&L does not tell you. Your P&L doesn't tell you anything about cash. It tells you about profit. But you can't spend profit. You can only spend cash. And it turns out not all cash is equal. There's actually different kinds of cash. I didn't know that, but there's different kinds of cash. Next week, we're going to talk about the different kinds of cash, but you can only spend cash. So where do we start? Well, if any of what I've said is new to you, when I'm working with someone, we're going to dive into what a cash report and a financial statement actually looks like next week. But where I would start is, Put the P&L aside for a second. Create a cash budget for your project or yourself. Now, if this seems daunting, it doesn't have to be a big deal. Do a six-month cash budget. How much cash are you going to, especially if you're putting your first project into service, how much cash are you going to need in the first six months or 12 months of your business? And here's what I would put in that cash budget. Your operating expenses, everything that's in the storage world analyzer, your payroll, your advertising, repairs and maintenance, your insurance, your utilities, your property taxes, anything to, that runs that facility, all the way down to the toilet paper in the bathroom and your paper clips. Next, what are you going to spend on building improvements, expansions, improvements, door replacement, HVAC, mechanicals? In other words, anything your CPA is most likely going to depreciate. And if you don't know what they are, ask your CPA. You know, this is what I plan on doing. Is this a capital expense? Is this going to be depreciated? Would this be an expense that wouldn't show up on my balance sheet? If you don't know, ask them. And then write down below that all your loan payments. That's how much cash you're going to expend over the next whatever time period you create. Then above that, write in, look at your P&L or look at your performer, write in what cash you expect to get in from the various sources, from investors if you have them, from yourself, from the bank, from the rents, from the retail sales, all the sources of cash flowing in, and then that's your income, and then look at your how much cash is going to be going out. That's your cash budget. Create for yourself a cash budget. Now, soon we'll get good or facile at reading financial statements where you may not have to do that. You could look at a regular budget you create for your P&L. But for now, if this is all new to you, create start by creating a cash budget. 
Remember, your P&L is not about how much money you made. It's about how much profit you made. Profit and cash are two separate things. Believe me, I've learned the hard way. How many of us have had a taxable event that creates profit, but sure doesn't create much cash? And then you got to pay taxes on it. For most of us, this cash budget will look different than what's on our P&L. We'll get in a little deeper next week and we'll look at how to create a cash report that will actually give you some very useful information. And we'll talk about the three types of cash there are in your self-storage business. Fortunately, self-storage generates a lot of cash and generates it consistently and ongoingly. So in terms of most types of investments, we're lucky that we're getting in or are in the self-storage business. So have fun doing this work. And I look forward to being with you next week as we dive a little deeper into this financial literacy conversation we're having about running our self-storage business. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I will see you next week.